What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another edition of Full Press Blackhawks. I'm your host, Brandon Fryer. I hope you had a great Christmas, and I hope you're enjoying your holidays right now. You know what team who's not enjoying the holidays right now is the Chicago Blackhawks after getting kind of putting 12 goals on them this past two games over the weekend. One against the Montreal Canadiens and another one against the St. Louis Blues. It's just been tough overall for the Chicago Blackhawks team, and it doesn't get any better. I mean, we got one thing that we're going to talk about. We're going to recap these games. We're going to preview their upcoming game in the Winnipeg Jets that's coming up on Wednesday. Can't wait for that one. And we got to talk about Connor Bedard probably putting up the goal of the NHL season. It's the goal of the year. I mean, I don't think anyone can top that. We're going to talk about somebody who said they couldn't top it either. We're going to talk about all that and more this upcoming episode. But let's do what we always do. We have some games that happened. Let's go first going to Friday, which was that was against the Montreal Canadiens in that one. Starts off first period. The Blackhawks get on the board first. Ryan Donato scores, assisted by Connor Bedard. Put them up 1-0. Then we go into the second period. Blackhawks up 2-0. Jason Dickinson scoring another goal. Put them up 2-0. Then three freaking straight goals again from the Blackhawks. Don't know how to keep their foot on the gas pedal. Then they were down 3-2 in that one. Then on top of that, to make things worse, when they try to get anything back into the third period, Montreal just threw in more hurt for them right now, scoring again, and then with an empty netter to put it at 5-2 to two to end that game. That game was just, i am be honest with you, horrible game to watch. The reason why is because you started off hot and it looked like, okay, we just win. We saw great plays and highlight material, kind of a dart passing off, Ryan Donato, seeing all this stuff, right? We're thinking, oh, this is going to be great. This is something we need to see. This is this is what we need overall to help our chances and to get better overall. Then what happens? We just put take our foot off the gas like we always do. And that's the thing that hurts this team so much is when they take their foot off the gas. Always when they do that, they can never come back with a win. And it shows. It really just shows overall what this team is doing right now and it's hurting them. Now, if we look at the stats right now for this one, shots on goal, 28 for the Montreal Canadiens, 21 for the Blackhawks. You know what that tells me? You started off hot and then afterwards you took your foot off the gas. Face-off percentage, we, of course we lost that one, 56.9 for the Montreal Canadiens. And then we had 43.1%. Playoff percentage this is the only thing I can give the Blackhawks credit to. They gave them three chances on the power play, and they didn't score on any. So that was good. We only had one power play, didn't score on that one. Seven penalty minutes for the Montreal Canadiens, 11 for the Blackhawks, 22 hits for the Blackhawks, nine for the Montreal Canadiens, 17 blocks for the Montreal Canadiens, 22 blocks for the Chicago Blackhawks, 0.905% for the Montreal Canadiens, and then 08 2-1 for the Blackhawks. This is a game overall that we just didn't have any help. Nothing really get going overall, and it showed. And it really showed in a bad way because I just hated that when you're up 2 nothing, and then after that, you just take your foot off the gas pedal, and then you're just taking loss after loss after loss. It's just really heartbreaking when you're losing like that. That's the thing that hurts with this Blackhawks team. And it's just the fact that you, you came out hot. Like, I don't need you to come off hot and then... Just take your foot off the gas pedal. It's just the thing that bothers me with this team that's so young. And that's the thing that's very frustrating overall with this team. It's just to a point where you're like, why we keep seeing the same things over and over again? This is now three consecutive goals in the second period after taking a 2 
2-0 lead, okay? Two of them came 12 seconds within each other, okay? That's just horrible defense right now, okay? We had Kevin Korshinski in the lineup. Like, I know it was his first game back since the passing of his father. But And I know he was shaking off the jitters and stuff like that, but it's like the defense needs stability, and it just shows because we couldn't stop anything. It's like once we let go of goal, we just keep losing more confidence and more confidence and more confidence, and that's the thing that hurts. The fact you scored the first goal eight times, the first, like you're finally doing the opposite. I was like, man, they need to work on scoring the first goal, and they were doing that, and then you just put your foot off the gas pedal. That's the thing that really just hurt this team. It was good to see Jason Dickinson score his 10th goal of the season. He's now got a career high, but that's what they do. When you're on a bad team like that, you get players that haven't played much, they're finally going to step up and do career highs. We saw that with Anton Nassiu in that one. So that does help out overall. But with that being said, we need more. Now, it was good to see Colin Blackwell. Now, last time we talked about him, we talked about coming back, and he was shutting down Colorado. He came in with a beautiful assist to help out Jason Dickinson, so we want to give him credit as well. So our stars, I'm going to give it to, one is going to be Connor Bedard with his trick play. That was amazing. Jason Dickinson set a new career high. That's great. And then Colin Blackwell with the assist to Dickinson that helped it out overall. But, I mean, what else are you going to do? This was just a bad performance for this team, I felt. And it's just like you let another opportunity slip. If you was just a casual fan and you was looking at highlights, you would think the Blackhawks won this game. Because you was watching it. If you was just like, man, I'm not paying attention to the game. I watch the highlights. You're seeing all this stuff that the Blackhawks are doing. Like, look at this great assist and goal right here. You don't see anything from Montreal. And the next thing you know, boom, they lost. So, like, I had a friend, because I was watching the game. But I had a friend was telling me, like, I thought the Blackhawks won. No, you was just looking at highlights. Sorry. This was just a bad game overall. We need more than just flashes. We need stability. I came from a low-income family that was that was struggling. You see how hard life can get. GC became a part of my life because I don't want my family to fall back into that. I never thought education would take me this far. I'm still young. I still have a lot to do in my life and just want to get things done the way I want with a good education under me. I'm Stacy, and Grand Canyon University helped me find my purpose. Then we go into our next game, which is against the St. Louis Blues. Now, this one was a tough one to watch, too, because this is a game where we saw the goal of the year. Yes, I repeat, the goal of the year. I mean, this man did the Michigan lacrosse-style goal. That was just overall just beautiful. And that happened in the first period that tied it up at that time. It was assisted by Philip Kurashev. But it was beautiful. I do want to say, you know, Robert Thomas did score the first one, but that's besides the point. Who cares? We started off with the Connor Bedard scoring that Michigan goal. And if you don't know how special that goal is overall, we had Wayne Gretzky, the great, the chosen one, quoted by saying when he witnessed what Connor Bedard did, he said, I couldn't do what he did tonight. Okay? Like, he was just in awe. And if you don't know what the Michigan goal is, that is named after Mike Legs in famous 1996 NCAA stunner was historically a move that many attempted, but only a few mastered because that's what happened with that. And Connor Bedard did that. And remember, like, if you don't know this, like I said, a lot of people have tried this and, you know, it didn't happen. But Connor Bedard did this, tried to do this a year ago. Okay, in Team Canada's pre-tournament game at the 2023 World Juniors. And then he pulled it off again against the St. Louis Blues. I mean, this dude is special. I mean, absolutely special. Like, we just got to notice the great one saying he's special. He's a true dominant rough. And 
it's going to be really hard, I feel, on Kyle Davison to really put some talent around him quick. Now, I would say this. They got the second best kind of like farm system, minor league system right now with their team. With that being said, and, and they got a lot of young players doing their thing down there in the minor league, but doing something in the minor league and doing it in Rockford is different from when you're in the NHL. And I know it's going to take some time for these kids to develop, but I can't wait to see him come in with a whole bunch of other players because I think this could be like a Chicago Cubs type of deal overall where you had like one young player and then another young player comes a year after that and they're special, then another one's good. And then boom, in like two or three more years, you're you know, in the Stanley Cup. And that's what I think this team could do if they could just really get some talent around Connor Bedard overall. But let's not waste more time. I was going to break down the goals. I just had to really break down how special that goal was overall. I mean, it was truly special. Then after that one, we had another goal scored by Anthony Bavillier. That one was scored, put him up 2-1. So they was up high. Then a power play goal by Nick Felino put him up 3-1. The St. Louis Blues came back, scored, put it at 3-2. But then you're thinking, oh, oh, they're about to blow the lead again. Wait, the Blackhawks scored Jason Dickerson, assisted by Tyler Radish. So that helped out big time. By the way, Tyler Radish did his thing. He had like three assists in this game that I saw. It was beautiful overall. Then after that, the Blackhawks scored again, you know, scoring in that one, putting them up 5-2. to two. You got to love that. Nick Felino making it real high with two goals right now. But then two power play goals hurt them right now. That made the score five to four in that game and then when you're thinking like okay you know we still might pull the win right now another goal scored by the blues then another one was scored and then another one it was pathetic it made me so mad that they had five goals in that game where is the damn defense i mean horrible horrible defense i've saw from this team it was just complete embarrassment Overall, from this Blackhawks team, I was just so upset watching it. It really angered me just seeing this team put out that type of performance. Let me give you pretty much the stats of this game. And it was frustrating overall with this one. But here's the stats right now. Shots on goal, 42 from the St. Louis Blues, 20 for the Blackhawks, 39.7% on the faceoff, while it was 603 for the St. Louis Blues. We had two chances on the power play. We did score on one. They had four chances on the power play. They scored two, which were two key power plays in that third period. Put them at 50%. Eight penalty minutes for the Blackhawks. Four for the St. Louis Blues. 33 hits for the Blackhawks. 15 for the Blues. 12 blocks for the Blues. 13 for the Blackhawks. 0.833 save percentage for the Blackhawks. 0.750. I mean, look, sad, poor performance. Just overall pathetic. I mean, what else can you say? The the highlight was Connor Bedard. He gets a star for the Michigan lacrosse-style goal. Tyler Radish deserves a star overall for that one, too. Nick Felino's getting two goals in there, scoring one on a power play. But another opportunity of just the defense giving up games, putting our foot off the gas pedal, thinking we got the game sold up after just scoring, and it was just pathetic. Overall bad play. I hated it. It, it was just embarrassing. It, it just... You know, it looked like we were stable overall, but nobody up front could really help, you know, Soderblom in that game. So that was the thing that really hurt this team. And this was just probably one of the worst loss that they had to me. And probably it's just because it's recent, but it was just a bad loss overall. 
Now let's get into the preview real quick. They're going to take on the Winnipeg Jets on Wednesday. That should be a really good game. They're going to have to really control the pucks in this game because if they can control the pucks, then they can probably do some things. But they got to score first like they've been doing, but they can't take their foot off the gas pedal. They got to play solid defense overall. Now, if you don't know, the Winnipeg Jets already beat this team in this one. They're coming in as we're recording this podcast on a two-game winning streak while we're now currently on a two-game losing streak. So that should overall be great. And the Winnipeg Jets has been rolling right now. In their last 10 games, they're 8-1-1. One, one. So that's something. They're top 10 right now in goal scoring, averaging 3.4 goals while we're second to last at 2.4. They're also third overall in goals allowed, only allowing 2.4 goals. That's right up the Blackhawks' alley, right? While we're 31st in that one, giving up 3.5. This could be a game where we could get destroyed overall. Like, we're opposites overall, and we got to step it up on all levels. If we don't step it up, we're going to lose this game. Power play percentage, they're 21st. Like, don't give them power play chances where they can score more guns. This is a top 10 scoring team right now. You got to do that. And on the defensive side, they're one of the top five kind of defensive teams right now. So you're one of the worst Scoring teams going against a top five kind of defensive team. This don't do them for trouble. Now, one thing you can do is they might take you for granted. If Conor Godard can do his thing and the others around him can do something, you might have a chance to win because, look, that St. Louis game, Conor Godard did score a good goal, but the others stepped up too. Nick Foligno's going to have to step up. Taylor Radish, you're going to need Jason Dickinson to step up. Lucas Reichel, anybody to step up on a consistent basis to help out Connor Bedard, they could probably pull this win, but it's going to be tough overall. We're going to recap that game and more and anything else that happens with the Chicago Blackhawks team. I'm Brandon Fire. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Full Press Blackhawks.